0: tune into the podcast monthly, and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown-up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. when i find time i promise i'm gonna upgrade my intro (laughs) but for now what is up grown-up family i appreciate you for coming back and tuning into this week's grown-up podcast episode um now i'm in between a lot of different things here with the podcast. Um, I'm having people wanting me to drop more episodes to they like the the less and I'm just kind of all over the place. So I really want to reach out to you guys and you reach out to me pretty much actually. It's really what I want to happen. Um, And I want to get your guys perspective. So and look at me, I'm knocking over stuff. I can't never just record and not knock something over. Can I just get that out the way? (laughs) Because I talk with my hands. And so when I'm moving I need to I'm again getting my life together with this whole podcasting I'm have to put on my notes that I have to clear the table when I record because I literally talk with my hands so I'm like smacking stuff That's why y'all hear a bump every now and then in the episodes because I'm talking with my hands um, but anyway so um, wait first and foremost thank you so much all the listeners and subscribers. You already know I have to start the episode off by thanking you guys. Without this, uh, without you, the podcast would be nothing, you know, and I am so thankful, so grateful um, for everyone that's been tuning in all around the world. My heart is full. It's over, overjoyed. If I can um, express where I've thought that the success would be at and all that, it would be this. This moment right here of people tuning into me all around the world um, and just listening and loving what I'm doing and showing support and stuff like I'm, I'm smiling right now as I'm saying this, because seriously, when you put your work into something that, you know, you're passionate about. And not only do you trust yourself and say, I know there's a 1000 or over 1000s of other people who are podcasters. And, you know, and I was just saying this, when I type grown up, there's a bunch of other grown up podcast episodes out there. But for you guys to tune into mine, uh, it just, it means so much to me. And I'm so thankful so grateful so to you this is to you listeners subscribers um this you know little speech right here but um okay love you guys so anyways uh to get back to my poll and trying to get my life together with this podcast so um i need you guys' help uh first things first though to go along I have so much stuff that I need that I have to get out to you guys that I'm like I have to remember to put in because now that I'm uh kind of transitioning into a lot of guests coming on to the podcast it you know doesn't allow time for a lot of time for me to Get things off of my chest. So now I'm trying to figure out how I can incorporate grown up things and interviews because someone brought that to my attention, one of my grown up listeners, you guys. So, you know, I'm trying to get more perspective, more what you guys like as far as what works for you guys, what hasn't worked for you guys, what do you love, what do you want me to scratch? Um, Because I'm really trying to, uh, you know, polish do the polishes on the on the podcast, because I'm, I'm trying to expand. And the only way that I can expand and grow and do that is if I reach out to you guys, you guys are the ones tuning in and listening to the podcast every week, every other week, or whenever you can while you're sleeping, while you're in the bathroom on going to the gym, whatever, you guys are the ones that are tuning into me um, and catching up on the episodes and all that stuff. So You know what's working for you, you know what's not. And, um, and of course, you know, I'm gonna put my tweak on it, but I want to obviously make this podcast for you guys. This is, this is. For you guys, you know, Um, I do this because I'm passionate for audio and I'm passionate for podcasting. But at the end of the day, I want to put together quality episodes for the listeners and make sure that you guys are getting what um, you need and want out of tuning in and supporting me and listening to me, you know, Um, and, you know, me sharing these unique and unique perspectives and ideas and things like that. So um, please, 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 what I would like you to do do is you can email me, you can DM me, or you can leave a comment on the ratings on your um, whatever podcast app that you stream me from. Um, you can also leave a rating on there. I would love that. And the podcast would love that so that other people can tune into grown up podcasts. Um, so yeah, so you can leave a rating on there and then also leave a comment and And tell me whether you would like a... Or if you're okay with an hour-long episode with a little bit of grown-up shit and a little bit of interview... Or if you're wanting the multiple episodes throughout the month and you want, you know, just kind of mix it up a little grown up shit, a little interview. Um, Of course, we're always going to have the artist interview drop uh, if, you know, we can secure that interview with the artist. But as far as regular podcast episodes go, I want to get this flow going and I want to um, make sure that, like I said, you guys are getting what you uh, want out of listening to me. So um, if an hour is cool with you guys and you want me to kind of put together a dope one, one podcast episode uh, uh, that's an hour long, that's got a little bit of grown up shit and a little bit of interview in it, let me know. And I will kind of do a test trial as far as what that episode would look like. Um, But if you want me to, if you like in the multiple episodes, you want me to kind of spread it out. um, Also, let me know about that, too. Uh, So, like I said, email, DM. Or you can drop a comment in the ratings and also give a Grown Up Podcast a rating um, on your streaming or your podcast streaming app. And yeah, I want to get in touch with you guys. I want to talk to you guys. I want to. You guys are like my co producers, you know, of the podcast. Like it's not just me. Um, I know you're the listeners as well, but you know, you you guys tell me what's what's up. You know, what what do you like? What do you not like? Um, and I will make some adjustments and. Or if you're just like, you know what? I love what you're doing. Sometimes it's sporadic. Sometimes you have an hour. Sometimes you have 30 minutes. Sometimes. And that's just how life is right now. (laughs) And that's kind of how the Grown Up Podcast is structured. And you're like, I love the way that you do it. Don't stop doing what you're doing and continue that. So let me know. You know, life is crazy right now. I'm having so many blessings and accomplishments coming my way. And I'm, I can't wait to share it with you guys, because you've been here um, every step of the way. And yeah, I, I mean, this episode obviously is um, uh, <laughs> one of those accomplishments. So um, got connected recently with uh the guy that you guys heard in the last episode. And if you haven't tuned into that episode, which I'm going to tell you again when the, the regular episode finally starts and I stop talking. Um, <laughs> go tune into that last episode with bad boy Billy Sly. So, got connected with Sly. He's been so dope. He's taken me under his wing. Um, he's, you know, given me so many words of encouragement. And it's just been such a blessing to be able to connect with the people that I have been connecting with lately. And it just, like I said, it just reassures me and goes to show that as long as you don't close yourself off to any opportunities and to always have yourself open to anything and everything, um, you never know what will come your way. And so, you know, connecting with Sly has been, <laughs> whew, I know I sound monotone, but <clears throat> excuse me, that's just me putting on the professional voice. But um, it's been such a blessing. And so um, was able to lock in this interview that you're about to listen to and tune into right now with uh, DJ D-Wiz. And if you don't know who DJ D-Wiz is, he is the DJ and or was the DJ Uh, for DJ Dougie Fresh and if you don't know who DJ Dougie Fresh is I don't know I don't know what you're doing man you gotta you gotta expand yourself you know what I'm saying open your opportunities Um, but we get we we get into it a little bit about who he is for real and, and what he does and uh, it was a great conversation. It was so great to have him on the the podcast, and I'm just I'm just excited, man. I I, I can't express to y'all how much my life is going very fast right now, and things are changing so much. But I'm so grateful and so excited, and I think that I am prepared as much as I can, as far as just like this point in my life, um, <laughs> you know, to receive everything that's coming right now. And so... Um. yeah I just I can't wait and uh, so I'm just stop talking and I know because this is getting pretty long this little intro Um. and uh, also uh, let me just remind you guys that I'm dope no, I'm just playing <laughs> uh, go to the description below where all the links will be and of course uh, stay to the end as I will remind you to do the same thing to go to the description below check out the links where you can go to my latest this bot domain website. (laughs) I'm going to keep I'm going to kind of just say that because I don't know, that's another it's just an accomplishment for me. But um, Yeah, go to the description below, check out my website and uh, yeah, you can check out everything all grown up podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to let the uh, interview take it away and I appreciate y'all and I'll see y'all at the end of the episode. All right, let's go. What's good, everybody. Welcome back to grown up podcast. Today is part two of the three part series. So that means if you haven't listened to part one, I recommend you pause here Go tune into that interview with Bad Boy Billy Sly first and then come back because as I stated in that episode, we're gaining many different perspectives here on the podcast. So without further ado, on to our next guest in the queue is a music producer, music director, and he gets downs on the one and twos as a DJ. So let's welcome DJ D-Wiz. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Peace. What's up, Derek, man? Thanks for having me, my brother. Thanks for having me absolutely i'm I'm excited that you're here so as i stated you're a jack of many trades in the music industry uh so the dj producer lane is a different game to be an artist right yeah it's a different game um right actually
1: especially like in a hip-hop genre and that form of music it seems like the dj the next form or the next phase of being a dj in hip-hop is going straight into producing your own records with the group that you work with or whomever, you know, getting yourself on as, yo, I'm DJing all these other people's records. Yo, right. I wanna DJ my own beats because you right. get an ear, yeah. you know, to know what, what the crowd or the audience wants, especially if you're DJing in the clubs as perform, as opposed to performing on stage with an artist. And I know right. we're gonna get into that, but it does make sense for a person that started out as a hip-hop DJ, their next evolution does a lot of time
0: go to producing. Absolutely, absolutely. So, to get us started here, what was it about DJing that sparked your passion for it?
1: Oh, boy. You know, Derek, I actually don't even know because, <laughs> you know, I was born in the Bronx and we moved to Long Island in this in our mid-70s. Um, and when hip hop pretty much started on vinyl form on wax, I was there to, you know, witness the development of it. Uh DJing, so to speak. My earliest memories, Derek, of why I wanted to get into DJing was like just hearing um guys like Chuck Chill out and Red Alert on a on a on a radio, right? Yeah. You were yeah. playing the records on a radio station in New York called Kiss FM. And then in her mid '80s, guys like Run DMC, LL Cool J, uh, a group called U.T.F.O., Houdini—all of these groups—they had DJs. All of these. all of them. I don't rap, I don't sing. You know what I'm saying I can't rap and I can't sing. So, being that I was already attracted to music because I'm a musician first and foremost, um, being a DJ was synonymous. It was parallel to me being a drummer. It was yeah. parallel to, you know, being a guy behind supporting a group. And I just just got into it, you know, bought my yeah. first phonograph. That's what they were called back then with a buddy of mine. And then back then, man, Derek, guys would get together, we were so young, we would just get together and piece our money together. Yeah. And you would buy the mixer. i bought one turntable. The next person bought another turntable, and and that's actually how you formed a group as well. At their own hands into the equipment,
0: you know what I'm saying? Right, Right, exactly. Yes. So let's talk about concert DJ and give us a breakdown of what concert DJing actually is, and kind of give us a difference between concert DJing and DJing for artists.
1: Well, concert DJing and DJing for artists. Okay, so so there's a guy named Kid Capri that in I'd say like the mid to late 80s he really started making a name for himself concert DJing as you're calling it and what that is is he was being booked as the artist he was being booked to say you're gonna come and perform and do your DJ routine for about fifteen or twenty minutes in between each act. So oh. suppose back then you had a you had a tour that had about a few groups: Elocu J, Dougie Fresh, Houdini, or Salt Pepper. In between those acts, you would have a guy like a Kid Capri, and he would come on and keep the party going. You know, right. after this act comes on, instead of you going and getting some popcorn, going taking a potty break or whatever, you know, yeah. party going and keeps you know everybody just right there in your seats, mm-hmm. enjoying the musical experience. So he transitions and goes straight into the next act. I love that position. Nice. Now that's concert DJing. DJing for an artist. Um, is pretty much the artist gives you their playlist. you have the mp3s now it's mp3s back in the days with records or instrumentals you know you have yeah. the mp3s uh, they tell you how the set goes they tell you how the show set goes um, the playlist. they may ask you you know for some of your input you may already have input hey yo what about this song you can put this in here you may have an edit in your head to their song that you may want to do and you may want to share that with them as well um but that's pretty much the difference you're playing for them and they have a set list and that set pretty much is remains the same throughout the entire tour or whatever um show djn you may also find a set that works for you well and it's like a general set that yo i found this set and it works well for me this group of records and it's like a universal thing and you may use that also like artists use their playlists, and you may just like have variations of that in din- in different cities. Chicago, I know I gotta play such and such and play more common or Kanye West, et cetera. When you go to Dallas, you know you gotta play more, et cetera, blah blah blah. New York, Miami, right. et cetera. You get it? As opposed gotcha. to a group. They don't have to change their lists. You're going there to
0: see them perform their records. Get mm-hmm. my point? Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. So you mentioned concert DJing is what you prefer. So, kind of expand on that a little bit and why you prefer that type of DJing. It's rapid fire. Mm. You know, I get a chance to
1: condense uh, pretty much an era, so to speak. Into yeah. like if I'm doing a 90s thing or an 80s thing or a disco or funk, great game, yeah. whatever, I'm condensing yeah. a lot of information, a lot of music into one small compact, big punch. Yeah. And it has to be a big powerful explosion. You get my point? And yeah. that that 15 minutes, that twenty minutes in between the acts, it's just it's so energetic. Uh and the output you know that you're giving it it's it's so much so that's why for me i prefer that because i'm a up put your hands in the air kind of dj i'm a person you know I can get the vibe for me just talking to me
0: now i (laughs) love turn up yes yeah i definitely get that vibe that's dope nice nice okay so you've worked with some of the biggest you know hip-hop legends including dj dougie fresh so what did you do that separated you from the rest when it comes to your success
1: per year? Right. I brought me to the table. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that um, even though you work for someone else, make sure See, you. You need to know any DJ or future DJ or anyone that's looking to do anything in the music business. They came to you for you they came to you they came to you for you that, I'm not saying that so you can have a big head and be arrogant about that but there's a value in you on who you are as an artist or a DJ since we're here in this space yes. so that being said I know if it's a Dougie Fresh or Salt and Pepper whomever I know they also want D-Wiz to also infuse some of himself into this you yes. know so now my back va- my background is kind of vast when it comes to music big rock and roll uh background i mean you can see my shirt uh <laughs> you know i went to Juilliard school of music so studying um classical music music theory and um symphonic music is wow. in my repertoire as well um so i know for me as you said hey when it comes to you that's what they want from D-Wiz they want that other stuff that may not be included in their music but their fan base you get what I'm saying may listen to that stuff also so when you have a a Dougie Fresh who his fan base is so huge Salt and Pepper go from teenagers all the way to people in their 50s black, white, gay, straight poor you know wealthy Um, and that's a big range of different thought patterns of people you get what I'm saying so their music talks to a certain genre and a certain demographic of people if they come to me they're going to want me to also spread it into those other areas because those are the people inside their
0: audience yes 100% thank Um, you so much for saying that because a lot of people you know Like you said, it's difficult for them to bring themselves to the table because they're uh, afraid, because they think that they want to that person wants to tweak them or or what have you but it's not it's not that they don't want to tweak you they came to the table for you so yeah i I completely understand that um so just to kind of throw this little information in here for the people so they can check you out even more because i mean you're already big enough to check out but uh you're a member of a nonprofit organization hip-hop public health and is dedicated to fostering positive health behavior change among you through power of hip-hop music that was a mouthful (laughs) but tell me what that means for you well yes headed by uh
1: lori benson and dr uh today as well um hip-hop public health Uh, a lot of my friends are involved with it dmc ashanti salt from salt and pepper dougie fresh um a lot of people have dropped off derek as you know Within the hip hop community, COVID was a big deal. A lot of people fell yes. off, brother, and you know, we have, um, in my opinion, we have a lack a lack of knowledge for our own health. Um, big up to Styles P, who is one of the people that are out there being proactive to speak about health and hip-hop public health for me it goes right along on on who i am um dr jade and lori benson please i encourage everyone to definitely check out hiphoppublichealth.org um it's a it's an organization that i am involved with and and what we do is bring awareness you know high blood pressure derek is a big 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 deal in our community Yes. You no, know, it's a big deal. Uh, I lost a brother from um, him neglecting his high blood pressure and then led to other things. Oh. Many other friends from this. So I want to make sure that I'm involved with being vocal about it. And not just this particular one, but charity in general. Let me tell you a secret it gives back in other ways. Yes. It yeah. does. Yes. It does pay off, man. I really want people to know charity it pays back it does give back those corny cliches that we hear about the universe or it's better to give than to receive the only you get you're gonna
0: see how true that is yes yes I agree 100%. 100%. So, uh, to kind of switch gears back um, to the industry a little bit, from your perspective, how has the DJing industry or DJ lane changed for the better? And what are some changes that have happened but need some adjustment to them? Technology has changed
1: for the better 100%. (laughs) I come from the days of firing crates, I come from the days of going. To buy records at a yeah. record store. And if that yeah. record store didn't have it, have it, it'd go to another record store. And if that record store <laughs> didn't have it, you have to go to another record store, etc. I don't know if you're watching right now. Currently, the Wu-Tang series is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And there is an episode when Rizza was looking for a record. Mm-hmm. And it was a record. He had to go and buy a record. And no mm-hmm. record store had this particular record. And he went and put the word out to a few friends and one of his buddies eventually found it and it had to get mailed to him from some other place or whatever you don't have to go through that anymore Derek you know yes. and like right yeah. now you could even just ask me hey man hey D-Wiz uh, you got any advice on records from the 70s hey a, a, a disco playlist or whatever I could just give you that right now you could join a record pool online and go and download a uh, crap load of stuff you know in my day you had to go and search and find that if someone was playing a record that you were unfamiliar with on the radio you were stuck as into who and what it was now shazam right (laughs) that's right (laughs) in the store yeah target whatever and i use it Mm -hmm. You know, if I hear something that, even DJs that I may hear online, they play something that that I don't know. I don't care what it is. If it's something that I like, I'm gonna shazam it. That is a huge benefit. All of technology, I wouldn't change it. And as far as advancements, second part to your question, um, I don't even know where technology is going to take us next. You know, because we're actually spinning music without anything mp3s are not anything physical Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying it's not i can't here here's an mp3 i have in my hand Mm -hmm. it's not tangible so i can't say well i can't wait till music is where we don't have vinyl or we don't have this well we don't have that right now right you know so i don't i couldn't imagine where it would take us without taking away the art form right because you still yeah. have to stay
0: true to the art form right so how would you say technology has been a positive um for you as far as advancing your your career in your lane 100 because
1: as a, um, from bringing six crates or eight crates of records to an event or cases and they're about you know 50 to 100 records in each, so let's say let's say it's hundred records in each case. And I have yeah. six cases, I have six hundred records. I have <laughs> eight cases, I have eight hundred records, and so on and so forth. Yeah. In your computer brother, and you know <laughs> the average person in your computer has about twelve thousand, you know, ten thousand just listening songs. Right. I'm not talking about edits that DJs have and a variety of different mixes We, I mean I'm able to have 10 12 100 mixes of one record
0: you get my point yeah 100% I'm trying to wrap my head around seeing you with the crates as you you know that's, that's why I'm so like wow that's yeah. it's a massive change and like I'm just I'm so intrigued how you know the transition of going from that to now being very digitized, and I just wanted to gain your perspective on the digital the digital and 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 understanding the technologies about it and all like did you did you st- have to study kind of the new technologies and stuff like that like I'm kind of how did that transition work for you from the crates you know to digitize? I was a rebel the <laughs> art <laughs> I wasn't with it at first
1: I was a purist and even so 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 okay full disclosure so we went from vinyl to CDs before we where we are now at Serato and being inside a computer we went from vinyl to CDs I had gotten to that slow but I knew I would transition there because at that time I was heavy on a road flying in the air on tours. Yeah. And it became difficult after 9-11 for you to travel with anything in an airport. Yet alone these big, big cases that are very heavy. Yeah. And, it, and then the airlines started to discourage you from taking stuff like that by charging you for overweight. Now prior to 9-11, these type of things didn't exist. Right now they charge or oh, 50 pounds limit and they charge you for having anything overweight. So it discouraged you from even doing things like that. So I jumped into the CDs slowly. Now the CDs was a process because you still had to record from vinyl to CD, label your CDs, write what's on it. You get what I'm saying? So if the next, if the Uh, if the top 10 come out for you know the next three months i have to go and make a top 10 cd and label whatever track is on number six number four etc i can't just you get what i'm saying and that's yeah that's that's work Mm -hmm. before i go and buy a record put in the crate i know how the color of the of the sleeve looks of the cover looks boom you don't do anything yeah. but with this there was some work you had yeah. to and after you did the CD then you had to go and write on like a uh, piece of paper to make the song is because remember you have a crap load of CDs and like a folder mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to have like a song that's next to that CD or mm-hmm. in front of it a playlist so that's also handwritten so it was work you know to yeah. get to that and i got into it slow when um going to digital when it came out with serato and virtual dj i wanted to get into that quick but i was on the road i was already familiar with using music software because i'm a music producer i was using pro Tools, logic Uh you know and all of reasons and all of the software so I wasn't intimidated to go to um to Serato. I was in fact excited because I was going back to vinyl also. Right. You know, I went from vinyl to CDs. It wasn't a good feel with cutting and scratching. It was a, oh. it just wasn't a good feel. A lot of us vinyl DJs didn't like it. So when the technology brought it back to the com- well, brought it to the computer and brought it back to vinyl, for us uh vinyl DJs, that was great. So I went straight into that no hesitations go on a cd i was
0: hesitant okay okay that was a really interesting story i'm just i'm very much like a intriguing type of person like i, I like to go in depth and, and really take my mind back to that you know that part so um thank you for for uh, doing that for me so as we wrap up here my final question what advice do you have for DJs slash producers on longevity, relevance, and consistency in their career? Learn your
1: craft. Derek, that is something that I, I actually really don't like. Mm. What's going on in the younger generation is a lack of learning what came before you i don't know why and i i'm actually going to turn this question around when i'm finished answering and i'm going to ask you something okay Uh, growing up for me we took pride in learning stevie wonders the jackson fives the the temptations this is generations before me Uh Smokey robinson's and that era the tina Turner. This is 60s. This is generations before me. And even before that, generations before me with the Ray Charles and all these names that you're familiar with. Uh-huh. These are these are all artists that my generation took pride in learning that everything that you needed to learn that came before you because you realize it came before you. And... If you have any kind of passion to what you're doing, you know these pred- these people that 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 paved the way for you. I won't call them your predecessors; they paved the way, you know, before you. Uh-huh. It's smart to look at that, and everyone takes pride in that. That comes from my generation. I notice now how that is no longer uh-huh. now. Anytime I look at uh, a reality television show or you know, a younger artist comparing themselves to an artist that's seasoned or whatever, uh-huh. they're always trying to bring up this age card thing. Like <laughs> I don't I don't actually Derek understand that. That's yeah. like, oh grandpa over there or grandma over there or such and such. It's like don't you want to be <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, so man, I'm asking you what is that about? Please talk to me. What is that about? (laughs) The minute you see like one gray hair, whatever, like, (laughs) I I don't get that. I really don't. There are people that are older than me, I'm not the oldest human being on this planet Earth. Yeah, and there's generations that are still on this planet that are that come before me. Yeah, so you know, I get it. Like, there are older people than me, just like I'm older than you. Yeah. Where did this develop about you're older and I don't want nothing to do with you? (laughs) I think that is the
0: key to success. Yeah, 100%. Um, I can, I'm not sure where it actually originated from. You have fears, man. But but, uh, from my perspective, um, speaking for me, I've never been like that. I've always been open to everything and everyone and never wanted to close myself off from any opportunities. I've always wanted to learn from everyone and, and I always knew that the key to Succeeding was to connect and was to have community. And that means people before me, people after me, people who are with me right now, because we're all experiencing the same type of things, just in different, you know, generations or different eras or different timeframes or whatever. Um, so for me, that's how I view the world. But uh, obviously, you know, other people view the world differently. Um, and I, I honestly can't pinpoint why. <laughs> many other people don't think the way that I do (laughs) Um, yeah but I mean I would just I don't know I mean I would say maybe the disconnect between I know that there's a lot of disconnect from you know my generation and our parents you know and having a connection um, with them has been hard because they don't understand what we're going through and we're trying to tell them and they're like well we, w- we went through it too so you can get through it and it's like it's not a, it's not really about that we have to get more deep you know we have to like we know that you guys were feeling something when you were going through that that's what we want to get we don't want to just get like oh you're you working in the workforce for 40 years and like I think maybe that's the kind of perspective they see it. like oh they're they have this old type of thinking old style way of thinking so as soon as i see you you're just old like just label you old maybe um but yeah for me like i said i think extremely differently i think that everyone's perspective is um relevant and it's it should be heard and we should all come together and figure out how to collectively be able to live in peace and not have to fight each other and not have to tear each other down and you know, uh, make people feel like they're in a like you said in a place that they're not accepted or they sh- they shouldn't um, be talked to or anything like that. You know, no one should feel like they're left behind. Everyone should feel like they they have someone there for them. So um, yeah, I'm not sure, but maybe maybe I can get some some friends <laughs> to talk about it. that <laughs> bro ditto <laughs> I'm gonna see I'm gonna I'm 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 ask around and I'll, and I'll see if I can get uh, get an answer for you um, but yeah thank you so much I appreciate you let the people know where they can find you and of course please I know you got a website as well so let them know uh, about the website
1: actually that's the best place to find me Derek on my website djdwiz.com zcom um, I encourage everyone to go there. Uh, check me out. I actually have started uh, a YouTube channel where I'm starting to have conversations with some of my artists, friends in the business, the way you're doing right now. So I encourage people to go to my YouTube channel, uh, DJ D Wiz as well. Subscribe and check out some of the conversations I have as well there, Derek.
0: Yes, yes. Well, all of those links will be in the description for you to click and go right away for you to check DJ D-Wiz out. Once again, thank you, DJ D-Wiz for joining me. I appreciate it so much. Um, And that was this episode of the Grown Up Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all tune in. Like I said, links in the description. I appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all stay safe and be kind. We out of here. All right, you've made it to the end of the episode, Grown Up Family. Thank you so much for tuning in. If the audio was a little off, a little choppy-ish, if it sounded a little computer-ish, I just transitioned to a new software that I'm using for my remote recordings. And remote is basically if someone I'm recording with is in another state. And I also, I'm just, I have a lot of things that I'm transitioning to upgrade and stuff like that. So hopefully the audio was... Uh, bearable (laughs) Um, and I'm also a perfectionist so maybe it's not even as bad as I'm making it out to seem so uh, again one of those things where you let me know and uh, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and letting me know now before we get out of here you already know we're highlighting the naturally on a wave spotlight artist for this month and she is dope as hell man i can't wait i'm gonna get an interview with her so excited you know that's gonna drop at the end of the month uh so let's get into it i've been teasing her on my social media so if you're not following me on the podcast instagram i don't know what you're doing you need to go and hit that follow button so you can check in on the Grona podcast and see what i got popping okay now without further ado i'm gonna stop talking again Let's get into the natural and the wave spotlight artists uh, for this month. L-E-K-L-A-K-A. Let them know Lay. Let's get it.
2: You don't know I'm feeling for real. My brother done been there so much, he only 16. I be scared just to ask how he feel. Remember when I was 16, I ain't talked to nobody since then. I've been fucking with pills. My mother passed before time. I could pay any bills. Nigga, this life should get real. I got cousins that could've went straight to the league, but they hop straight in the field. Hope my uncle know I'm proud. I can see that hit my sofa for real. When Poopy just come back home, you know we got you and them babies for real. My cousin just blocked me on Facebook, like, damn, I don't even know what I did. The one I looked up, six kids. I wish I could call in front up just to talk to the kids, but fucking it, it is what it is. I know that one day my music gon' go really big Tom said I don't work hard enough Damn cause I thought I was going in My best friend told me don't say shit Else oh, tour, her Guess we not speaking again Took so many L's on the chin Said fuck that I'm working hard for my wins And no I ain't following trends I'm just trying to get close to the bend Used to sleep on the porch When my brothers would sleep
0: Nobody What's good, everybody? Popping in halfway through to give y'all that extra saucy reminder to check out this artist for this month, L E K L, AKA Let Them Know Lay. She's streaming everywhere. The links will be in the description below where you can click right away and go and check her out. Of course, my links are in the description for you to check me out as well. And DJ D Wiz links will be in the description for you to check him out too. Please support the independent movement. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Stay safe. Be kind. I'ma let Lay take us out. Hey.
2: Crazy how my life chasing the Blink, rubber G H T to the day that I leave. Every day I think about leaving. Yeah, I know that he resting in peace. Used the fuck with the boss, but I knew by the beam. We had them all white, yellow, and green. I'm really chasing my dreams. Some niggas switched up, and they act funny like memes. Please don't ever think that Lay, Lay, Green. We been with the shit since teens. Always getting into things. Always getting the things. We have been in the shit since teens. Yeah, love no Lay. You don't know I'm feeling for real. My brother's been to so much, and you only 16. Remember when I was 16? Damn. I really remember when I was 16.
0: Damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.